Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Giving Hope Podcast. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of welcoming back my new friend, Clarissa Bell. On this episode, which is going to be broken up into four different episodes, we attack the much needed issue about spiritual warfare. I know you're going to enjoy it, so let's get right to it. Hope with Clarissa Bell. this is awesome so welcome again to the giving hope podcast <laughs> well, i'm so thank glad you you're here again. yes yes oh yes i'm so excited this subject um i i i approached you about um talking about spiritual warfare um is extremely close to my heart i live it and i breathe it and i teach it i teach it to my children um I actually introduced it to my husband because he was not raised to, to know what spiritual warfare is um, yeah. or even just acknowledging that there is another side at play trying to seek out and destroy the works of God. Like he yeah. had no idea. He was like, what, what are you talking about? Um, and so I just, from a young age, of course, my mom is an amazing prayer warrior, like Mama Jamma. Um, and I just, whenever I find people, I'm like, oh yeah, I can tell you, you know what's going on. You know what this, what was really truly happening. I love to pick your brain of, you know, how, what do you do? How, how did you approach this? So we're going to get as deep as we can. And as, um, I want you to share as much as you, as you want. Um, but I have a few questions. Um, but I'm going to pray real quick because this is such an intense subject. I don't want the enemy to have any foot or any ground to disrupt and, <laughs> and try to try to lit, send little things to, to, um, to cancel out any of the word that's going to be going that might prick the hearts of people listening. So I'm going to pray real quick. Uh, Father, I just thank you for this time. I surrender it to you. I surrender this podcast to you. It is such a blessing to be able to join arms with the sisters that you have called and anointed and appointed for such a time as this to just raise up and rise up and with their shields and with their swords and with their fully armored bodies to go into the fray and preach the word and teach the word. So I just give this time to you, Father. Let your words be out of our mouths. Let our flesh submit at the cross and have your way, Lord. Holy Spirit, just come and fill our hearts and fill our minds with the words and the, the, um, just the heart of loving your word and loving you and just wanting your kingdom come, Father God, and your will be done. I thank you for this moment and any assignment of the enemy, you have no authority here. You know you have no authority here. You know who you're dealing with with, these two, with us two. So you know you have, we do not play. So we, we command you to leave right now in the name of Jesus. You have no say, you have no word, you have no place. The blood of Jesus is King, King of Kings and Lord of Lords right here at this moment. And we lift his name on high. We thank you, Father God, for all that you've done and continue to do in our lives and in this podcast. I thank you, Father, for everything in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So, um, right at the beginning, I just want to, um, like establish like how, um, real right now that we're in this, basically we're at war, like for the lives of everyone. It is not a 
for my for my understanding, what I grew up in, and I don't know if we touched too much about you know your past too much last time, but um, I know when I was a kid, the amount of um, pressure to minister and apostolize the the world was not there as much as it is right now or the the call to arms wasn't as strong as it do you have you noticed that when it comes to just like every day walking it out um i think from what i'm seeing i see that dad is doing a new thing i yeah it's exciting to see the 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 amount of revelation that is coming forth and especially within like young people you know, you see it happening and it's happening so fast. And it's, to me, it's just confirming what he's already said, you know, since last year, and he's definitely been saying it since the beginning of the year, it's going to be a revelation with acceleration. So Mm -hmm. you see people getting saved and they're coming in with, I mean, dad just pouring things out on them and they're, He's making things clear, and I, I think it's absolutely beautiful, but I think it's necessary that it also gives me the question to, like, what is getting ready to pop off here? <laughs> right, yes, <laughs> you know? yes. So it's yes. an exciting time. I am, I am super excited about it because, like, even for me, like, I've been, you know, he saved me 20, uh, 20 12 years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even with walking with him since the beginning of this year, the way that he's opening himself up to me and showing me things and I'm just like oh my gosh the whole time though like it was there the whole time and what I see is that with this revelation they're key you know when you Mm -hmm. see something in truth the scripture came to my mind um earlier this week uh in your light I see light so Mm -hmm. because I've been given this key of revelation in this area when I go to look over the word of God again more opens up and now that I see more I've been given another key and then I go to look over it again and even more opens up and it's just, it's amazing to me what he's doing. So I'm just like really excited. <laughs> yes, I am too. I have, I've just noticed um, the Lord gave me uh, a vision years ago. My oldest was like 11 years old. So about 11 years ago um, of this, this tide that was in the horizon. It was always so far off in my, in my mind, like in my spirit, whenever I would close my eyes and just kind of see it what God was showing me I could see it so far off but it was huge and it spanned the horizon like it was immense and over the years I would kind of the well I know the Holy Spirit would show me it would like he would like okay it's coming kind of like it's coming but in the last four years um well two two years ago like pre pre pandemic or like right before like the summer before in, in summer 2019 Um, I told my husband, I said, something big is about to happen and we need to get my parents up here because they lived at the border in Texas. I said, we need to get them up here because if something happens and if martial law gets, gets, you know, um, put out there, then we're stuck between major, huge, major cities and we won't be able to get them in time. So we need to pray them up here. And of course, by December of that year, they were here, up here next to me, down the street, literally like three houses. 10 houses now. Uh-huh. But, but as in that same year, I, I saw that wall, that wall that God was showing me. And it wasn't, I, at first, when I first saw it that decade ago, I thought, what is the scary thing that you, I see? But it wasn't anything scary. It was the people of God. 
And I had a dream, like, like literally that right before the pandemic started, that it was the, the wall that I saw were men and women joining arms linked together to stand against the, the, the whatever was going to try to come after the, his people. But there were so many, like we, like at first we didn't really understand how many of us were out there, but now it is because of TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and all the, all the, all the platforms we can see now that there are so many and there's so many more that, like you said, that are waking up to this understanding that time's growing short and we need to get busy about the father's business before he returns, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, 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 it's wild. It's crazy. But my prayer life has amped up where before I can pray. Now it's like this, this battle cry has been ringing in my ears for years now, but I feel like I'm in the middle of it. Do you feel that same, like that same urgency? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you know I, I, I just kind of, I, I don't know, like, to me, it's very simple, you know, but then yeah. because I, I, I always feel a lot of times it's like, Lord, I don't know, you know, mm. and, and that only kind of leads to like a dependency to lean on him. So I'm listening to whatever <laughs> it is. I don't think it's anything, you know, like where I go in and I, I light candles and I'm, you know, crying out before him. But to right. me, it's just like, if I'm listening to something on the news, I do notice that he's speaking a lot. So, like, to me, it's like when I watch the news, we're watching it together, you know? Right. Oh, yes, <laughs> so, definitely. So if I hear something, he's like, that's not what I say. You know, pull that down. So I'll pause <laughs> it, and then I'll pronounce what it is that he's already spoken or what he may be saying in that moment concerning that issue. Um, right. Or if I, I come across a video where uh, a soul is disturbed, he'll be like, call that one in. And I'm like, come home. <laughs> Holy yeah. Spirit, introduce them. You know, so it's, it's a constant uh, conversation throughout the day, but I do see mm-hmm. that, that that has definitely intensified because I used to watch the news before and, you know, it would happen every now and then, but more and more, I do see where he's like, he's got a lot to say. <laughs> yes. Say. Yes. So. It, it's in every single thing. And that it feels like it's quicker for him to say, Nope, that's not mm-mm, no watch or watch him or watch her. You know, watch mm-hmm. this play out. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for this. Keep an eye out for mm-hmm. that. Um, I've noticed it a lot in, um, of course, the political arena, what's happening. Uh, most people um, don't see, um, they see the flesh first before they see the spiritual side of the implications of it. Have you, have you seen that? Like, do you look at that as, you know, oh, this is the enemy talking uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it's always about spirit. Yes. It, it's never about, you know, persons. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think that there's a difference between those that are deceived and those that are deceivers. You know, there's yes. a difference between somebody that's just a sinner and then somebody who is absolutely wicked. They have totally turned themselves over to the wicked one. And, and, mm-hmm. and there's a difference between that. So even when I hear people and they're pushing the agenda, you know, in my spirit, Mm -hmm. I don't sense that they're wicked. I just think that they're ignorant and they're deceit and they're willing to do whatever, you know, for self gain, not knowing the destruction that they're 
they're willingly partaking it. Yeah. But then yeah. there's some that are absolutely wicked and they know exactly what they're doing and they could care less, <laughs> you know? Yes. So, so there's, yeah, there's a difference, but it, it all of it's spiritual, every last yes. bit of it, so, you know, whether it's in the political arena or your everyday life, everything mm-hmm. in life is spiritual. We are spiritual beings. So. Right. Right. Yes. I've said that so many times that I, I don't think a lot of people see it because they, we like to compartmentalize everything and we think that there's, yes, there's God over here and yes, there's Satan over here, but then there's this over here. It's like, no, they, there's no division between it's, it's the spiritual world. God, Yahweh is King and Jesus is sitting at his right hand They're They rule They're King, they're Supreme. And then there's all these demonic factions that are trying to distort and disturb. And of course you have your flesh that submits to either the the <laughs> word of the enemy or the word of god mm-hmm. you know that's there's no gray area that's what i'm saying it's like there's no neutral zone or place where you you can go sit over here and kind of watch it play out you know yeah well yeah. i mean the best way to say that is like you're looking at people like say with everything that is taking place right now and the way that people think Mm-hmm. To where, you know, a, a child isn't a child or a, a baby isn't a baby. We don't know what it is. We don't know its gender. We don't, we don't, we don't know. It hasn't decided yet, <laughs> you know, yeah. that men can be women and women can be men. All of these things are ideas, but all of these ideas come out of a spiritual realm. Yes. And then you see with the whole binary, non-binary, all of these things. If you look at these mm-hmm. people, it's not to hate them. It's not to be like, oh, we're totally against you guys. You guys are crazy. But aside from it going 100% against reality, Mm -hmm. if you look at the mental state that a lot of these people are in, it's all spiritual. Like, they they, they are a total mess. Like, I came across a video where this girl lost it at work because her coworker won't call her they them. What? You know, so what happened in Mm -hmm. this place that you were so locked into they them that... Yes. You can't even function at work and you have a total meltdown. That's why the word of God says yes, that exactly. the battlefield, the strongholds are within the mind. It's the conditioning of the soul. Yes. So, yeah, I, I, everything that you see, it, it's not just about, oh, well, you know, the, he realized that he's not really a male, but he's a female. All of these things are spiritual matters. Yeah, to where now people are to the point where they're ready to mutilate their own bodies. What it is that they're feeling. So. Right. Distort the the image of God. Yeah, the battlefield has been taking place for a long time. We just didn't realize what what was happening. Right. Yes. Yes. That is so true. Have you heard that saying, um, or what people are starting to say, that whenever they... Um, the gender um, identification as they, them, whenever they are associating with the, the demonic force legion. And now a word from our sponsors. Now let's get back to our program. 
Well, that's what I thought the first time I heard it. When they yeah. said, you know, I'm they, them, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know, exactly. When it's like, wait a VR, minute, how what? many of them are in you, you know? And, and yes. You can look at it and say, well, that's a joke, but I don't think that no. that there's yeah. anything funny about it. Like, you no. know, you're you're literally claiming to be more than one person. Right. And it's the totally demonic. Yes, it really is. And what I think is more upsetting, like I can't get mad when a person out in the world who's completely blinded, they have scales over their eyes and they say stuff like that because they have no understanding. They have no truth in their heart. They have no light to understand and see where they're going. But whenever a believer or someone who professes to know the word of God accepts that and starts to push that as a way of uh, loving someone that that part bothers me that whenever they and it's not that I should love them in the place that they're at in order to draw them near, near to Jesus it has nothing to do with that it is like almost like a submission out of a politically correctness protocol not wanting to offend them or whatever not understanding that this is a spiritual warfare this isn't mm-hmm. This isn't something to play with, to applicate to, 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 you know, it's not like she's saying, my name is, you know, Rachel and my friends call me Rach, you know, it's, this isn't, this isn't a nickname that we're talking about. This is someone's Mm -hmm. spiritual torment that they don't see themselves as a worthy person to love as God has created them, you know, that. What are your thoughts on that part? Um, for me, it, it kind of makes, I, I think that the problem for me is that we have a misunderstanding of what love is. We think right. that love equates to likeness. And we like to mm. use love as a cloak to hide behind fear. Yeah. You're too scared to say the truth because you don't want the backlash. Right. So you'll just say that you're being loving, but there's nothing loving about being cowardice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and love. Mm-hmm. Well, kindness, because you can be kind to somebody and still not love them. Right. You know, love brings correction. Love protects. That's All good. of these things are, are, are wrapped up in love. You know, like when I was strung out on drugs, my sister loved me, but she didn't condone my behavior. It right. hurt her to see me in that condition. You know, she's not going to step in and be like, I'm going to make you comfortable in your addiction, in your brokenness, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I love you. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know, and I find right. that a lot of times God corrects. You see it all throughout the book of Proverbs. He corrects those he loves. It's not mm-hmm. because he's mean, but he understands the destruction that can come if you continue down this path. Because I love right. you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set you straight. Because if you, if you keep going this way, you're going to end up destroying yourself. And yeah. we've seen what this, I don't want to call it out or I don't want to, bring truth or light to the situation. You don't have to step on anybody or bash them about what right. it is. You know, you can still say, I understand that you may feel that way, mama, but, but, but you're a woman. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, if you have to redefine truth and, and change definitions to, to fit what it is that you believe, then it's not truth. It's, it, it would be a totally different thing if they said, you know what, I know that I am a woman, but I, but I feel like a man, so I'm just going to dress like one. That's not, that's not what they're doing. They're right. saying, they're I, I'm not a woman. I feel like a man. Therefore, there is no such thing as male nor female. 
right. you can't do that. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like you can't you can't change everything else that is true to define what you feel and then say that that's truth at the same time. One is lying. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think that when it comes to love, I think that the body of Christ needs to understand that, that love isn't just soft feelings and you can't use it because you're afraid. Mm-hmm. And, yes. um, and I think the reason why we don't see a lot of these things as spiritual issues is because we don't understand uh, spiritual realities. Right. It's, it's just about me being a good person and pleasing God and being nice to people and then going to heaven. Right. Mm-hmm. When it's so much more than that, you know, it's, yes. it's, I, I know we talked about it on our last, your last podcast, but mm-hmm. it goes back to the garden. What took place, the fall of man yeah. and the whole storyline of God redeeming mankind and now giving us the power and the authority to take back dominion. That's right. In the earth. You know, people are waiting to go to heaven, and Dad's like, you know, even Jesus said, you know, he, he, how, how are we to pray? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven to restore everything back because he's already delivered and redeemed everything back for mankind. Now he's saying, I want you to take it, take back yes. dominion in the earth. But if you don't yes. see that aspect of it, you just think, well, oh, that's just politics. Oh, that's just the way they feel. You know, let them rock out. We're just going to love Jesus in this corner and then just make it to heaven. And that's not the gospel. And it's so much more to it than that. Yes, it's setting up the kingdom. I That has been my biggest talking point when I talk to anybody and everybody is, is where, what do you think the kingdom is? When Jesus, when they were preparing the kingdom, when it's like the kingdom of God is at hand, the kingdom of God is here. I'm, I'm here to establish God's kingdom. What, I mean, what do we think, what do we think that is? You know, it's not, like you said, it's not just to play nice, go to church, sing a few songs, go home and eat some chicken. That's not the, that's not the kingdom. The kingdom is to walk out what God initially planned for humanity from the beginning, literally setting up his kingdom. It's like, like having an embassy, you know, having the, Chinese embassy here in Texas or wherever you have, it's China. It's literally China. All the rules, all the laws, all the things apply in China. As soon as you cross that gate, you were in China. You're no longer in Texas. You were in China. And every single person that's in there are, whenever you walk through, you have to submit to the rules and the sovereignty of that nation. Well, as soon as Jesus bought back and, and, squashed death hell in the grave and 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 said it is finished he set up his kingdom well what is his kingdom it's healing it's restoration it is um being able to talk to god and approach the throne there's so much there's there's a complete authority over everything it's Absolutely. you know and I think that's what the battle right now is, is that most people have no idea what the kingdom actually is. And they think that we should just suffer until we get there. I'm like, get where? Heaven's coming here. You know, like Jesus, you know, is, com- I, I, Jesus is coming, you know? Yeah. I, Go ahead. In my heart, I see so many people that are broken and confused. And it's not saying mm-hmm. that I have it all together. But I understand what the life of God has done for me and, and what I enjoy in him. Is it perfect? Mm-hmm. 
No, but I tell you, man, there, even yesterday, like yesterday, like right now, I, I believe that Satan is doing something. He's trying to um, bring division. I see it at every yeah. turn. I'm just like, you know, I I know what you're trying to do, <laughs> you know, because dad is pulling his people in together in unity and he's trying mm-hmm. to get in there to bring division. And, um, you know, on top of that, he tries to throw little things at you. And I, I was at a point last night where I had no words. I was just like, my soul wanted to cry, but my spirit wanted to praise. And it was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know what, I didn't know what to do. So I just, I went to dad and I began to pray in the spirit and, and as I'm singing and praying in the spirit, uh, you know, the, the, the interpretation comes out after it. And some yeah. of it is new of what he's saying. But then, you know, he's bringing back old things that he's already said to me. And mm-hmm. in all of that, regardless of my emotion, it still gave me a confidence to say, Dad, I trust you and I'm going to lay here in your presence and I know that you got me. I yeah. know that you love me. And I think that that's the warfare. You know, it's really just because Satan is trying to get you to doubt God, to not believe yes. what it is that he said and what he's done and who you are and what you're free to enjoy. And I know that for me to be able to be in this place where I can go to him and everything around me may feel like it's falling apart, but there is mm-hmm. one that loves me, that holds me grounded. And I see so many people that are hurting and broken. And in my mind, I'm thinking, who do they run to? Right. You know, who, who do you go to? And I can't imagine living this life out apart from God, <laughs> you know, yeah, like no. mm-hmm. he is my anchor. And I think it's so beautiful because spiritual warfare doesn't have to be anything scary. Like I was having a right. conversation with my son and he was going through it. I mean, just like really, really, really going through it. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me that there was a lie that he was believing concerning himself. And it's amazing that when we believe a lie, we begin to live out in that lie. It's not true, mm-hmm. but because you believe it, you're, you're right. now making actions and moves based off of the lie instead of pulling that lie down and bringing it under the submission of the work of Christ yes. and walking yes. out in truth regardless of what's surrounding you. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, that's spiritual warfare. Yes, it is. I remember um, one time... I, that, that was the first time I ever, when Dad said, this is what it's about. Mm-hmm. We, there, there's something that happened, and we all had to, my entire family, I can't say my entire family, but a lot of my family had to go to the hospital. And I remember I was there, and everybody's face was just low. I mean, the, the thickness in that room, I mean, you could almost touch it. I'm just like, I'm sitting mm-hmm. there, and I'm watching everybody, and I'm just like, Everybody's so sad. We look hopeless and defeated. And then one person walks in like nothing happened, goes in over to the bed where the person's laying, kisses them, starts having a conversation. I'm just like, um, (laughs) you know, and as I'm watching this person, I see that in the room, laughter begins to break out. Fellowship starts to break out. Wow. And and it was almost as if, like, the entire atmosphere shifted because one mm-hmm. person walked in willing to stand on the truth and said, I don't care what I see. I know what Dad has said concerning this matter and shifted yeah. the entire – I mean, it, it, was, it was amazing to watch. And for the first time, I said, oh, this is spiritual warfare. Yeah. Who's going to have dominion? Who's yeah. going to rule in this space right now? And God won. <laughs> yes. God won. And, and, and that's what it's all about. When you go into a room 
which spirit is taking dominion. And a lot of it has to do with the way that we think. Mm-hmm. You know, well, when, when people get up, like when they read, um, I think it's in the book of Ephesians, when it talks about putting on uh, the armor of God. You can yes. get up mm-hmm. every single day and say, I put on the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness and the shoes of peace. You can say it all day. But all of these yep. things are doctrines. It, it, it's truth in the work of Christ. So if you get up and you say you put on the helmet of salvation, but you don't know anything of what was redeemed what for it you in salvation, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, you could put that helmet on all day, but you got it on backwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. But mm-hmm. when you know what it is that he's done, when the enemy goes to throw something at you that is contrary to the work of Christ, right. you remember that helmet, the thought of salvation, what you have been redeemed from, is what makes you stand. Yeah. When he throws that fiery dart, that the truth that you know concerning the work of Christ is your belt. Yeah. All of these things, it, it, it's no more than just understanding what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's really important to know what is my salvation? What is my righteousness? Well, well Christ is your righteousness. You right. know, your salvation, you've been delivered from the kingdom of dark, darkness. You are no longer an orphan. You're in the kingdom of light. Everything has been provided for you. Everything in him is yes and amen. You go through all of what you now have in him, and that's what gives you the strength to stand. And, and when you run out <laughs> and doing all to stand, he still says yeah. stand. It kind you of goes back standing. to like what I was saying. Absolutely. You know, where I was saying last night where I didn't know what to do, so I come before him and I'm praying and I'm singing. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the night, I come before him and I say, Lord, I'm just going to lay here. I'm, yeah. I'm going to stay right here. I'm not going to move mm-hmm. because I know that you love me. And I know he's going to work it out. That's the confidence I have in the one that loves me. And that's going to make yeah. a world of difference to people when it comes to spiritual warfare. Yes. Yes, it is. Being able to sit and just let just being able to stand and, and just let the Holy spirit work and do what he has to do or being able to, um, like you said, go into a room and take that authority, being able to, um, whenever the enemy comes in like a flood, you know, that the word of God can raise a standard against him. Just, mm-hmm. just knowing that God is there to, to, I mean, to, to help you win. I mean, it's, he's already won. We've already won. We're coming from like, they would say you pray from a place of victory, not a place from defeat. Thank you guys for listening to giving hope. Please be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see y'all next week.